radical life. That's what we're doing today. We are talking about vision. 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 Not 2020 vision, not 2010, not blind, not sight of eyes. We're talking about the kind of vision that happens really between your ears and about oh, 18 inches below that in your heart. Hmm. That's the kind of vision we're talking about. Heart vision. The Bible says that in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen that where there is no vision, mm-hmm. the people perish. Right. So let's look at the opposite. Where there is a vision, those who have vision, people live. Flourish. They come alive. Right. Who can have a vision or who can have vision? Again, not the type that you have with your eyes, but the kind that happens between your ears and 18 inches down in your heart, that vision that's inside of you. Mm -hmm. That thing that if you walk into a room, you might be the only one who sees it. And if you see it, then it's your thing. It's your responsibility. It's it's your place to see that that vision comes alive. Even, let's say you have vision and you weren't expecting it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Well, all the more you want to really dig into that one because then you got to really be able to say that this is not me. This is not of me, but this is of something else. Right. What if this is of God? Mm-hmm. What if God has given you, of the 7 billion people on the planet, what if? You're the only one who's been given this vision. Mm. Now, I highly doubt that that's true because usually God dumps vision on a whole lot of people. And if you ever got to ask the question, who can have vision? Can I have vision? I believe the answer is yes. I believe that everybody can have a vision. They can have vision. They can have that insight. They can have that revelation of something that needs to be fulfilled so that People can flourish. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I really believe that. Oftentimes, we just kind of think that visions and dreams and great things are just given to a a select few. Well, who are those select few? Are you that person saying, well, I'm not? I'm not a select few? Well, you're not doing the selecting. God selects. What if you are? And God doesn't choose always those that are most qualified. Right. Gideon, he was like from the lowest tribe of Israel. Right. And he called him a mighty warrior. Mighty warrior. And gave him that responsibility. That's right. In a lot of cases, he doesn't choose who might seem to be the strongest. That's right. And that way you rely on God. So when I think of who can have vision, I say you can have vision. Mm -hmm. Who? You. You. Who can have vision? You can have vision. If you're listening today and you're wondering who's a visionary, people probably come to mind when you think of visionaries, people that are out front, leading, sharing, telling the story. It's something that is compelling to listen to. Well, God has given every one of us a story to tell. And too many times we rationalize away that story or we put ourselves down so that we don't share it very often, if at all, when what God wants us to do is be built up. The Bible says be built up, therefore, in the most holy faith. We need to be built up in faith so that we can fulfill the call that God has put on our lives. And who can have vision? You can have vision. If you're listening today, don't put yourself in any spot where 
the devil, because Satan, he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. His resume has not changed. His job description is still stealer, killer, destroyer. Mm -hmm. He comes to steal visions. He comes to destroy visions. He comes to kill visions. God has given everyone, I believe, a vision for something. And that something is more than likely, for most, it's right where you're at. Some people think, well, if I get a vision from God, then I'll have to leave. Yeah, well, people have fear. Like if they get a vision about people in Africa, right? they think, oh, my gosh, God's sending me to Africa. Yep. And Satan will kill that vision in you because you're afraid right. to step out. So if God gives you a vision, are you that mighty warrior to take that vision and go with it? Right. Do you think God would give a vision to someone who he knows probably won't? Oh, God is a believer. Mm. God, he says that the only thing that pleases him is faith. Yeah. I don't see him ever lacking in it. God is just so ready to deal out, to give out, to bless people with, with so much, of which vision is probably one of the greatest blessings. To have vision, to have inspiration, to have encouragement, to live your life to the fullest. God's giving that to people. So how blessed you would be. Yes. If you got a vision, yep. then you got to think, Wow, I'm blessed. And, yes. And there's even more blessings to come. God believes in me. Yeah. He believes in me enough to give me this information, mm -hmm. this vision, this insight. Now, the next thing you need to do after you've asked the question, who can have vision? You can have vision. So in other words, everyone needs to say, I can have vision. I can have vision. I can have vision. The second thing to do is to do what it says in the book of Habakkuk, second chapter, second verse. Write down the vision. Write it down down. Don't just hmm. take it so lightly like, okay, I think about this once in a while. No. I think about it. I write it down. I read it back to myself. I think about it again. I pray about it. I share it with people. I get that thing clear. I get that thing so that it becomes just such a huge part of my life. The Bible says, write it down. Write down the vision. Make it plain. If a vision is fuzzy, it's because you haven't taken the time, the prayer, the, the energy. You haven't wrote it down yet. Thoughts disentangle themselves when they flow through the lips and onto the fingertips. Write down the vision. Share it with people. Read it. Read it so your own ears hear it. Refine it. Add to it. The Bible says write it down, make it plain, so that a runner can run with it. When somebody really gets something, they run with it. Think about great businesses and you hear about how it started and how the founder cranked up this little thing in his garage. You know, they'll say of a business that's a multi-billion dollar business with tens of thousands of employees, that thing started in that guy's garage. They ran with an idea. If you're a runner, when I say give it to a runner, I'm not again talking about a marathoner. I'm not talking about a sprinter. I'm not talking about somebody puts on their tennis shoes and takes off on a run. That's not the kind of run. A runner is a person that takes what's been given to them and they make it happen. Mm -hmm. They do the work. They lay out steps. The Bible talks about how man plans, but God directs. Man plans his way. Write down your way. The seven steps too, or what? how many ever steps you need. Sometimes it's just a little jump. It's just a little hop up onto the threshold to get into the house. But usually it's steps. For me, typically almost Everything I do comes in sevens. If I've been given something from God to do, usually there's seven things that need to be done to get there. 
So I just start can... writing them down. I'll never forget in one uh, case back in 1995, there was a vision that God had given me to do a certain thing. And, and so I wrote down what that thing was. And then I wrote down the steps to get there. And sure enough, it was seven things to get there. And there were things that had to take place over the course of this one here was over the course of about six months that these seven things needed to be done in sequence in order for this thing to happen. And that's just my story. Right. And I know that if we opened up the lines to people, well, I guess the lines are always open, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. There's always an email. What's that email again? Rick and Robin Moe at gmail.com. Talking to yeah. somebody the other day and they said, well, that's sure easy. It's just your name. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's right. So there you go. Send us your story. Love to hear your story of a vision that God gave you, something that he dropped down between your ears and into your heart that you saw. Can I share something? Please. Oh, share something. Share something. Please. All this time that you've been sharing visions, I'm like, I just don't know if I relate. And you've done these things, gone out speaking in schools. My life seems ordinary. So I want to talk to people who like me, who feel a little ordinary. And you let me know if this is a vision too. I think it is, but it's in a different way. I'm at a job. I'm working all the time at my job out in California, and I've been an administrative assistant. I was 13 years there at this large company, and somebody in the company decided to start a prayer group, and we reached out to people that we knew who were Christians, and we could only get together five people out of 1,500 employees in this big company. And so we got together and started praying for the people we knew at our company. And I got this thought. I don't know if it was a vision per se, but I got this thought of here's this big company with all these buildings, all these departments, and there's five people that are serving the Lord there, professing believers. And he placed those five people in five different departments because we didn't work together. We were all in five different departments. Those departments got to see a believer working and living out their life for the Lord. And the other departments didn't have a believer within their their midst. And my vision was seeing that picture that some departments had believers in them and some didn't. And here I am that God's placed me in my department. I found it to give me such a great sense of responsibility that if he entrusted in me to be with these people and to live out my life around them, to live with integrity, to show hard work, to speak about the Lord whenever I could, to share about that I went to church yesterday, you know, just living my life out as a Christian before them. I just want to share that your vision doesn't have to be this big thing. The vision is he's showing you where you are, what you need to do, how you need to do it, the people you need to reach. And that gave me direction. I just felt like I had purpose when I went to work every day. And I know the Lord says we should evangelize wherever we are. Well, we evangelize right where I am. Yes. And that vision just made me think, wow, I'm evangelizing right here every day. Every phone call I am on and people overhearing me speak, how I respond to people when they yell at me or something like that. 
they'll come out and say, Ooh, you handle that really well. And I know I'm witnessing, (laughs) you know, in that moment. So I just want to share with people, don't think that your vision is always going to be something where you're going to have to leave where you are. Your vision could be, yeah, I'm going to show you a vision of how I placed you right where you are and your impact right where you are. See how that vision made you come alive? It did. It changed how how I went to work yes. every day. And then from there, it had the ability to change others. Yes. Those that, like you said, they were watching, listening. They were and observing op- what was going on. It opened up conversations for me to talk yes. about the Lord because you can't always, you know, you're supposed to be working, right? right? But during free times, you can share your life with them. I like that. Well, I think we are just, for me anyway, as I look at vision, I want to make sure that everyone knows today who can have vision. You can have vision. Yes. I say that to every person listening. Who can have vision? You can have vision. It isn't given to a select few. It is, I believe, God wants to give it to every one of his children. He wants to give them a vision for something so that they can really come alive, that others can join in on that vision. So that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Realize that when you have a vision, it brings life. It brings people to a flourishing place. When you get that vision, begin to write it down. Begin to share it. Begin to pray over it. Begin to really make it plain. Then give it to a runner so that they can run with it. And the runner might be you. Yeah, The you. one who got the vision may be the runner. Uh-huh. But it also may be others that you need to give it to so they can run with it also. If your vision is, is big, if it's overwhelming to you, well, that's why God's going to bring you others so that you can share it with them so they can run with it too. So those are the two things I want to leave people with today. I feel like we're just scratching the surface of vision yes, and that there's going to be so much more that we're going to need to deal with. But for today, we're just going to say it's a radical life. Thank you again for listening today. As we mentioned, if you'd like to share some great visions that God has given you, you can reach us at rickandrobinmo at gmail.com. Remember, we are found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to listen to our episodes. And if you sign up for those on the apps, you won't miss a single one. We hope you have a blessed day and we'll talk to you later.